Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Hello and welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. My name is Justin. I am the co-host of the show, but I'm without my regular co-host Chrissy this week because this week is Fantasy Movie Draft Week. Uh, if you don't know what Fantasy Movie Draft is, this is your first time. It's pretty simple. It's just like any other fantasy baseball or fantasy basketball draft, but in this draft, we are drafting movies. And the theme this week is very exciting, um, very special for May. It's getting uh, into summer movie season, and we thought it'd be finally a good time to do comic book movies. So we are drafting comic book movies today, and we have a, a great assortment of new players this week to Fantasy Movie Draft. I'm very excited to, to uh, introduce you guys to them. We're going to get right started with it now with our first player, his name is Dave, and he is from the Super Movie Bros podcast out of Philly. What's up, Dave? How you doing, man? Well, fire rises. Hey, how's it going, everybody? <laughs> so, Dave, Dave, uh, if if anyone listens to our show, Dave was on um, So I Married a Movie Geek a few weeks ago with his wife Lauren, and his, I was, and the wives destroyed Big Trouble in Little China. So. That's your, and our hearts, and our, they eviscerated us as well. It's reverberated through several weeks, the hate of Big Trouble in Little China. So, But but uh, Dave and I, Dave, Dave's been talking about being on a draft for, it seems like, forever. And he has been talking shit constantly uh, for weeks and weeks and weeks. So I'm glad that he finally comes on this draft, which is comic book movies, which is perfect for you, Dave. I'm, I'm excited to have you here, sir. It is. It is perfect for me. And but 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 don't oversell it. Don't 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 act like I've been like begging you and pleading you. I asked once. You let me. You let me on, and your show is better for letting me on. So let's 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 just you know, let's let's sheath the swords for now. Ah, I love Dave. I love Dave. So not only do we have Dave, uh, we also have Peter from Podstalgic. Uh, you guys. Might remember Peter if you followed. So, uh, like a month or so ago, I was on Peter's show talking the classic mannequin. And uh, just a couple weeks ago, Chrissy was on Peter's show talking Titanic. Now Peter's on our show to talk comic book movies. What's going on, Peter? How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you for inviting me. I'm the token Asian guy. <laughs> you know, I heard you needed a little color on the show, so here I am. <laughs> Totally glad to have you here, sir. And um, yes, sir. Then rounding up uh, the draft, we also have our boy John from. He's got a couple different podcasts. You might find him on Now in Technicolor or Descent into Nerd. He is super cool, and he stepped in at the last minute as a fill-in for this draft. John, what's going on, man? How you doing? Not a whole lot. What's going on, everybody? Uh, Justin, thanks for having me on for the draft. I mean. Uh, I want to take a moment to uh, have a moment of silence for our fallen boy, Wes. Yep. So you're the substitution. Because I'm the substitution in here for him, and uh, I feel uh, terrible, you know. I mean, uh, I know he was looking forward to this. 
But Wes, Wes but will at get the same time. Wes will get I his turn. S- he'll get his turn in the sun soon. But we're happy to have you, man. What's going on? Oh, not a whole lot, man. I'm really enjoying hanging out, uh, hanging out with you, man, and uh, here in the beautiful LA, where you know the shock water, the shock top flows like water, and uh, <laughs> the, the roads are paved with Chrissy's fudge. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm I'm unfortunately not drinking Shock Top this evening. I, uh, I'm drinking some uh, some of our uh, Firestone Walker. Uh, I think it's out of San Diego in my Medieval Times mug, uh, just special for the fantasy draft today. Um, what are you guys, Dave? What are you drinking, man, out there in Philly? So I got myself a 21st Amendment, blah, 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 IPA. This was recommended to me by our friend Shampoo from Bud's Beers and Brutality. He was drinking one of those. So I grabbed it. Uh, it's it's not too bad. I like it a lot. And uh, 21st Amendment, I believe that is out of San Francisco. We're gonna Now we're going to say Peter for last. John, what, what are you drinking tonight, sir? Oh, wait. San Leandro, California, wherever the fuck that is. I don't even know where that is. I don't know where that is. John, what are you drinking? I have no idea. I am drinking a Southern Tier Brewing Company uh, out of uh, Lakewood, New York, a Warlock. It is an imperial stout brewed with like uh, pumpkin and natural flavor added. It's like 10% and it's meh. Okay. And and I mean, it's not it's not bad. I've uh I've had worse beers, but it, it's not the greatest one I've ever had. I think it's the pumpkin, to be honest with you. Pretty sure that pumpkin's throwing it the fuck off. I was just like, man, don't y'all have another one? I was like, I always hear fucking Nick talking about the Southern Tier Brewing Company. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna try it out. I mean, it's got pumpkin in it, but goddamn it, I'm gonna try it. And eh, it's it's middle of the road at best. <laughs> John, rule of thumb for everything beer is stay away from pumpkin. It's just awesome. oh, I'm telling you, but I got a Guinness extra stout to back that bitch up. So, oh, okay, awesome. Peter, what are you drinking, sir? You you got something a little bit different. Just a little bit different. It might be the first on this show. A little, uh, it's a very nice beverage from Corona, California. It's got some uh, ginseng extract in it. I'm talking about a Monster Energy drink. Whoa, mm-hmm. man! And it's, it's mighty delicious. Pete. You guys should try it. It's about to get crazy up go- in here. Are you going to be still uh, be able to still do this by the end of that? I mean, uh, I don't know, man. A couple of these, I might be out. I'm, I'm telling out. you. He's goddamn. He's gonna get. It. He's by gonna the end it. By the end the of it, he's going to be like this. Amadeus Cho, the new Incredible Hulk in the comics. <laughs> I was about to say, he's going to have a stroke or something. We're going we're gonna to lose him halfway through. So um, so that's what everyone is drinking. So like I said, so this week we are doing comic book movies. And so that's any feature film uh, that's, that's a comic book feature film can be picked in this draft. And like I said, if you've never heard one of the drafts before, we have five rounds four players so each of us have five different picks of five movies that we can pick and the goal at the end of the draft is to have the best team in quotation marks of five movies and so at the end of the draft we're going to have a draft board with all these movies and we're going to put everyone's picks online on twitter to see and on facebook to see who everyone thinks had the best draft at the end so pretty self-explanatory we go um, a serpentine manner of drafting, so we do a round one, and then the last person that picks in round one is the first person that picks in round two. So it's 
uh, kind of uh, an advantage to pick uh, first or last because you get to pick twice in a row. So, um, other than that, I wanted to get really quick from everyone because um, I think it's different here in the draft uh, this evening. Is what is what is your guys' experience with with comic book movies as a whole? Um, Dave, I'll go to you first. Comic book movies as a whole. So the show's called Super Movie Brothers. Yeah. Uh, the reason it was named that was because the original concept for the show was that we were only going to talk about superhero movies. Uh, unfortunately, if you listen to my show, you know that's not my co-host bag. He, <laughs> <laughs> so we had to call an audible and completely redo the show just a week before we started airing it. But as far as it goes, like I've been reading comic books since I was you know, a freshman in high school. I really got into them, and that's continued into adulthood. So I've just, I just dig most of them, and I stress that most part because some of them are just absolutely dog shit and awful and i'm sure some of you guys are going to pick those ones (laughs) john 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 how how what is your experience and knowledge in the comic book movie uh, genre uh i have been watching movies my whole life i've watched a ton of comic book movies and my dad i actually love comic books so i kind of I've been reading comic books my whole damn life, so I had to watch the movies. Do you, and, do you still read comic books? Oh yeah, man! I got a, like a book bookshelf full of freaking comic books right here, like right next to me. Awesome, awesome! Uh, like Batman, Thor, a bunch of independent stuff. Because like I actually enjoy independent stuff more now. Like uh, fuck, uh, it's, uh, I hate Fairyland. That was actually really fantastic. See now, now I, I unless Peter can can jump in, Peter, what is your experience? Because my experience is I've seen a lot of comic book movies. I read a lot of comics when I was a kid, but I kind of um, I went from comic books to like Stephen King, you know, books and stuff like that, and didn't really go back to comic books. So my my experience is more in watching the movies less than reading the comics. How about you, Peter? Yeah, I don't read a lot of comics. Um, my very first movie theater experience was a comic book movie. Uh, I will not name that at this point. Uh, my, I was named after a comic book character. My dad grew up loving reading comic books, so it's always uh, a joy to take him to watch a movie if I get the chance to. But I myself, I don't read a lot of comic books. I own probably uh, two graphic novels, and the only comic books I do own are the uh was it i ilm back to the future comic books so those are the only ones i got didn't i send you a comic in the mail i'm pretty sure i did you you did a uh condom, <laughs> condominium, <laughs> Which, a condominium. <laughs> condominium. Inside, yeah inside joke from our uh, uh walking dead coverage but um yeah i i've cracked it open i have not yet read it read it yet so I I think that's going to make this uh, more exciting draft. We've got different different levels of of interest in uh, you know not only the movies but actual comic books. So um, yeah, I'm excited to beat everyone's uh, asses basically. So um, what what is your track record so far, Justin, with this uh, draft? <laughs> I I have tied once and and lost a bunch. So uh, okay, that's yeah, that's what I thought. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this might I, be the one. I, I'm the consummate. We are saying bri- that there's a chance. I'm the bri- a consummate bridesmaid, as I said earlier uh, in these drafts. So, um, 
but it's all about the 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 fun of the the draft and just talking to you guys about movies and and stuff. So um, the most important thing before we get started is er, uh, earlier today, Dave, whose name was dropped, we drew his name out of a hat. Uh, we, we picked Dave's name, and Dave chose the draft order for today, and he chose the order of him going first, uh, myself going second, uh, Peter going third, and John going fourth in the draft. So, Justin, you know why I picked you second? Because you hate me, Dave. You hate me. That's why. So I You're scared. You a, You're scared. So I can call you a number two this entire podcast. Oh, <laughs> shit. Damn. I, the only time that I've ever picked uh, either first or last was the one the one time that I actually picked myself to go first. So usually I'm in the middle anyway. So. Anyway. I'm just kidding, Justin. You're not a number two. Uh, I love you. And I'm so happy to be on here. <laughs> Well, Dave, it's time to destroy you because guess what, man? It is officially time to start the draft, fantasy movie draft, comic book movie edition. No! Hey! What's this lying around shit? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Don't let that bastard breathe. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember balance. Make good fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. Game over. So uh, we're, we're starting up with round one, guys. So there's been a lot of talk about this on Twitter Recently, we actually asked a bunch of people what would be their uh, first, you know, couple of uh, movies on their personal draft boards for comic movies, and there's a lot of choices out there. There's a lot of opinions. Dave, you've got the first pick in the draft. This is gonna, you know, set the tone for for the rest of the draft. What are you gonna go with, sir? Ooh, let's get this out of the way. Let's just take it off the board because it's gonna get picked, and if I don't pick it. One of you fuckers will. I mean, that's that's for sure. So we're going to go with The Dark Knight. I mean, but really, do I look like a man who has a plan? I mean, yeah. Saw that yeah. coming. Hey, I was going to pick something yeah. else because my daughter is named after the character, but I, I, I just, it's, that's, I mean, let's face it. The Dark Knight is the best and most well-rounded comic book film. It highlights its character in both of his personalities, both as Bruce Wayne and both as Batman. And it gave us, you know, a stellar performance from Heath Ledger as the Joker. Uh, it's it's just so well done, and it it, it deserves to go number one. Uh, it's just one of those films that it's going to go in the first round. Someone was going to pick it. it. It just might as well be me. Oh. All right. All right. Well, that was yeah. a pretty easy pick. That's a, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're still going to lose, though, Dave. I mean, <laughs> is that your? Is uh, that, he's been threatening people for like a week with that photo. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that? Let us break you. <laughs> is is that a pick uh, with your with your head, not your heart, Dave? I assume. That is a pick with the head and not the heart. That is true. Hey, I was I listened to the draft where Nick was like, "Lethal Weapon 2, first round." What the fuck? That's 
<laughs> what the fuck is that was hilarious. <laughs> hey, I, I had the idea that I was just going to completely just tank this entire thing, and I was going to pick just awful comic book films. And I decided, like, nah, I mean, let's 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 give the game its respect, and let's let's play the game for real. So, uh, yeah, I, I just went with Dark Knight because it's head says that, heart says that a little bit, but, you know. He was uh-huh. going to come in and be like, Spawn, first pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. well, you know, John like Wazamo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good role. It's a good role for him. Um, it is. So, uh, so Dark Knight's off the board. Obviously, very big pick, number one in the draft. I'm looking at my list now. Um, and and when you're trying to pick for this draft, I'm trying to think what's gonna last till it comes all the way around back to me uh, here in the second spot. So, um, with my first pick in the draft, um, I'm going to go with uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier, guys. Fuck. Son of a bitch. Oh, all right. All right. There goes my 1 and 1A. One <laughs> I have uh, Captain America tattooed on my left arm, so that is where my heart is. So, um... You stole my heart, Justin, is what I'm saying. You stole it. I, I want to throw you off as soon as possible, Dave. You are you are my nemesis in this draft, and, and I'm going to make it so that you just can't go on, basically. So, um... <laughs> So uh, his whole Cap- goal is to tear down Dave. <laughs> so, uh, so Captain America: Winter Soldier. Uh, you know, it's. I mean, what more can you say about it? It's got. Uh, it's it's probably my favorite. It's actually it's not my favorite Marvel movie. It's my second favorite Marvel movie, and I'm hoping my first my first favorite Marvel movie is gonna survive uh, until I it comes back for round two, but. I had to pick it because, um, you know, I, I love the character of, of Captain America. Uh, I love the, like, um, I love Robert Redford in that movie. I, I love that it's a different spin. It, it was probably at the point, uh, Dave, you can back me up on this, was Winter Soldier kind of like uh, a different kind of Marvel movie at that point. They had been doing kind of the same, same old shit for a while, and they tried to kind of change it up a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. With with a movie with a with the spy spy thriller that was kind of more like it was it was more like a, a movie than you know like a real movie than a comic book movie and I thought it was fucking awesome so I love it yeah yeah the movie definitely like didn't live on the secret of who Winter Soldier was I mean but that scene where uh, Nick Fury is in that car and the Winter Soldier just comes walking out of the smoke uh, that is just the most badass scene that is an awesome scene so awesome pick justin peter are you a big fan of winter soldier i'm a huge fan of winter soldier that that is my favorite marvel movie uh i i love how they strip you know captain america down you get a lot of hand-to-hand combat in that movie as well um and you know you get that old 70s espionage feel and yeah, the car scene, man, with uh nick fury stuck in there and he's just getting pounded uh by uh, Hydra, you know, basically. So, um, I love it. Little cat and mouse chase, you know. Scarjo, Scarjo, Scarjo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, love me so. some of that. So, uh, speaking of you, Peter, so uh, you've got the your first pick in round one. What are you going to go with, sir? Yeah, well, you know, uh, obviously, Dark Knight uh, and Winter Soldier were both taken. Uh, I kind of figured. Um, so for me, I feel this one is going to be more, um, I'm hoping to get some brownie points from the audience, you know, that is voting. So this one isn't with my heart, but I am going with, uh, Captain America, Civil War. 
Whoa. Damn. Big jump. Big jump. All the Captain America's going off the board here. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you got everybody and their mama in this movie. And, you know, the Russo brothers did it very well. Uh, I was a little bit skeptical of having Ant-Man in there. But Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd. And he killed it with his scenes. Uh, we get the introduction of, what, what is it, Tom Holland? Is that the, the new dude, new yeah. Spidey? Yes. Great scene. We got uh, Marissa Tomei, you know, as Aunt May. So that was very nice. But just a well-balanced of action and comedy, drama. We got uh, um, uh, Black Panther, you know, introduction to his character in there. Great chase scene where he's on foot. Well, Captain America's on foot, too. So a lot of great action overall. You can't go wrong with the Russo brothers. A, a better Avengers movie than Age of Ultron as well. Yes. So. What, much better who? than Age of Ultron. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> that much better. Uh, I have a lot I'll of just, problems I'll, with Age of Ultron. I'll just spoil it now. Age of Ultron is not even on my <laughs> list of like 20 or 30 that I had picked out. I just left it off completely. I, no one's going to win brownie points by picking that film. So God damn. from your list. <laughs> John's like, fuck. There yeah. goes my first pick. <laughs> that goes my first pick, man. Dude, I hate that fucking... I hate... It, it pisses me off to no end that Tony Stark created Ultron. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> That's Hank Pym's role right after yeah. he's done beating his wife. It's like he's got... He's got well, you know, I, that that is honestly rather over-exaggerated. He didn't necessarily beat her. He hit her one time in, like, some outrageous rage, but oh, it's oh, hilarious. So suddenly you're defending him? What, who are you, Sean Connery? It's okay I'm Sean to hit a woman as long as she's hysterical? <laughs> I'm not defending this. I'm just saying. He didn't beat the shit out of her. He it's did okay feel really bad right after that. She's hysterical. Oh, man. Oh, this is great. You guys, so you he's guys should have... fast. We, uh... I, I think I, I, I took Chrissy and we saw Civil War together in, in IMAX and like anytime I go to a movie with Chrissy and I like start having like nerd boners in the middle of the movie, she like starts like hitting me and telling me to be quiet. But I love Civil War so much that if, if anyone goes back to our Civil War episode of our episode uh, of our podcast, I am seriously wasted through like 75 percent of the episode because <laughs> we decided to drink drink sake and we just pulled the bottle out and i just kept drinking from the bottle because i was just like this movie's great Blah, and just, so um awesome. civil war is a great pick uh peter um i'm surprised that we've already got two captain americas off the board but uh two good yeah, movies uh, they're they're good they're good movies i'm just surprised at the picks that are going first around here yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, I like I like what they did differently with um, Elizabeth Olsen too, with her character. You know, like uh, it, it was definitely um, you know a lot different from when she was in Age of Ultron. Was she lost? Yeah, if you could just if you could forgive that her accent drops like ne- like so right. much in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> she lost her deadweight brother, so she was free free to spread her <laughs> wings and you know get, get it's terrible. Get her, Get her uh, loving on. Uh, so, um, so her that's brother who's her boyfriend in real life. <laughs> For real? Are they are they together? Yeah, they were an item at one point, and uh, they actually played husband and wife in Godzilla. Godzilla. I thought he was married to a director, an older director. Yeah, she. He, he he's married now to the um, the the woman that directed Fifty Shades of Grey. So. She's like 20, 20 years older than him, though. So yeah, Ugh. yeah. I thought they had a baby. Amazing. Too. 
Ugh. Uh, but it's it's amazing how uh, how more attri- like she's definitely the most attractive Olsen by a bit of a a, a, a large amount. So good for I, her. Hey Justin, keep talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. I hear you absolutely <laughs> love that movie. I listen to that film, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no shame, no shame, man. Uh, and, and with that, John. You you've got the, you've got your your first pick in round one, the last pick of round one. What are you going with, sir? Well, uh, I think I'm actually going to go with a uh, a movie that uh, I really enjoy, and apparently I didn't see actually lasting this long. I guess Batman the Animated, uh, or sorry, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. You nice. son of a bitch! That's, That's what I'm going with. <laughs> it's my first round pick, sir. I was surprised, to be honest with you. I figured Dave was really going to go with this on first round just to get it out of the way, but I figured he would, but then he got too worried about, uh, the dark night. And I'm like, okay, well, I, I I'm going to completely left open to take this pick. John, what? mortal enemies now. We're mortal enemies. Uh-oh. Now. Oh, no, you love me. You love me. I, get I am going to cut you. I am going to cut your hair in your sleep. God damn it. <laughs> Many people have tried. Many people have threatened and tried. I'm going to super glue it like a ZZ Top beard to your chin. That's so, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so John, first, so this is the first animated film of the draft. Why uh, Mask of Phantasm? Because it's fantastic. I mean, literally, it still stands up today. The uh, just the sleekness of the whole thing. The it's so well done. Just the introduction to Batman, to the Joker. Uh, the phantasm and the way the entire thing plays out, it's, it's just amazing. I mean, really, it's one of the most solid comic book, like, renditions of, like, Batman or, like, an actual animated film actually made. Like, literally, that, I, I believe in my heart that that movie right there set the standard for how an animated film should look. It should be very nice, very sleek, and very well done. It's also the definitive Batman movie. It is. Like, it really definitive. is. Kevin Conroy is the best Batman, and Mark Hamill is the best Joker, just hands down. And they fit so much in that movie. They fit. Uh, they fit Batman Year One into it. They fit that love story and the betrayal into it. They fit the Joker into it. They fit him fighting the mob into it. It feels like Batman Year One, uh, you know, mixed with definitely like this new story. It's so good. And that's the other and thing. I hate you for picking it. By the I way. know, I know, I know. Dave. I thought that would last so much longer. That no, was going to be you were like you my were playing sleeper. me. Come on now. That was my sleeper. <laughs> Come on fucker. now, you were playing me. You should have seen that coming, brother. <laughs> well, I like you already, John. Thank you for rallying uh, Dave up already. So, uh, Woo. so D- well, Dave, I, I did I just hear on your podcast recently? Is this the one that you made Jay watch? Yes, this is the one that I've been trying to get Jay to watch for about six months, probably. Uh, Jay notoriously hates animated films, and when we did our top five animated films with Chris from More Gooder Then, uh, we, I, I had Mask of the Phantasm as my number one animated film, which means John is playing me because I know he listened to that shit because he complimented me on that as my number one. So I fuck did, you, John. Yeah, you fucker. <laughs> he, was, he, he was doing his research, so he did. He did his research, and that's you know good for him. That's right. Play well, motherfucker. That's right. But uh, yeah, I finally got Jay I to watch it. And Jay, Jay actually enjoyed it, and he liked an animated film. And my, I mean, my next pick for him is another Batman animated film. I'm going to try to get him to watch. I won't mention it in case John wants to fucking steal it from me. We well, just I told bet you him I know you what dumb. it is. You told I bet him you, you I know dumbass. what it is. 
I said it's a Batman animated. I didn't say which one it was. I bet I, you I can guess. So I was about to show my my uh, the holes in my viewing regimen. I I've never seen a feature Batman uh, animated film. So if I were to start with one, would I start with Master of the Phantasm? That's a good one to start with. I have another which I don't want to mention just in case somebody else wants to bring it up on their list. But uh, the DC animated movies they're they're pretty legit. They are. They are legit. But it should be said that Batman Mask of the Phantasm is the only one to ever really get a theater release. It was released Right, between, good point. That's know, true. So so if we're going by things that went into the theaters, you probably can't put most of the animated films on your list. No, you okay. can't at all. That's that's it. That's the only one. Okay. That's it. That's the only one. I have to start with so that one. The, the one I'm going to make Jay watch is Under the Red Hood. <laughs> that's I knew the one it. I was going to bring up. That's the one up. I was yeah. going to guess. Yeah, nice. that's the one. Yep. It's the best one. Yeah, it's, I was like, it, after that, it's, I was going to say, after Phantasm, yeah. it is under the Red Hood. Yeah, other ones are good, but that one is is the the, the high water mark after Mask of the it's Phantasm. It's more grown up, too. I yeah. love Killing Joke, but it's not really, the movie is just not not great. Yeah, because like, you don't like Batman statutory raping Barbara Gordon. No, not at all. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like that either, and I haven't even seen it. So, um... So John went with a uh, so we John went with Batman Mask of the Phantasm. That means we have two Batmans and two Captain Americas already off the board, um, and it also means that it's the start of round two. Um, so that means John, you picked last in round one, but we're snaking around. That means you also get the first pick of round two. What are you going to go with, sir? I'm going to be honest with you. I probably should save this for later in the actual draft because I don't really see anyone else on here really picking this other than maybe Dave. But I'm going to go with the actual uh, movie Road to Perdition with uh, Tom Hanks. What? Round four pick for me because I thought. Oh, no dude. Pick it. I, I picked it. I ha- I had to go with it like. Round two, it's so good. It's so good. It's literally, I've never actually, I know it's based on a graphic novel made, uh, written in 1998 of the exact same name, and I've never actually read it, but it is an offshoot pr- publishing company of DC, so it technically is a DC film, and it is freaking amazing. There are so many layers to this story going through this with, uh, Tom Hanks and his son, uh, Michael named after him that when you get to the end of this film, it's just like, there are key moments. Like there are actually key moments in this film. Like when he actually murders, um, his boss, it is one, it's a scene that's literally, it's, it's both like justifying and extremely sad all at the same time. It's now, perfect. If you're Irish and have daddy issues. Yeah. It's perfect. Uh, perfect. Now I I only saw this in the theater. This was uh, S- Sam Mendes, right? I believe so. No, I think you're right. Yeah. And, and Jude, was Jude Law? He, I remember Jude Law. Jude he was Law really is good in it. He was really good, right? He is. Yeah, he He's actually really great. He plays the hitman hired to go after Tom Hanks in it. Uh, it's it's a fantastic film. Uh, people don't think of it as a comic book film because it it. It, ha- it you know it has Tom Hanks in it, right? So you think of it as like one of those Tom Hanks Oscar worthy performances. So you don't really put it in like that comic book category, but it one hundred percent is. Well, John, I, I the think thing it- I like is that I called Dave. Actually, might pick this movie. 
Really? Oh, that's fucking terrible. I, now, now, I, I I'm looking. I own at, the graphic novel. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Damn it! I, I, I want to lo- read it so bad because it's such a good movie, but I haven't actually had the time to find it and read it. I will send it to you. Oh, now, that would be amazing. Good no. stories should always be shared. I, I, sir. John, I think you could have got this round four, round five. I think you went way too early I, for this one. I man. could, I, I, I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. But honestly, I, I love that movie. Re, I really do. It's such a good yeah. movie. Yeah, this, this was a sleeper for sure. I, I, that's why I had it in my round four. Uh, it was, it was a sleeper. I mean, neither of John's picks are even on my list, uh, thus far. So, uh, I look at Road Perdition and I think that this is like the platoon pick of this draft. So I don't, I don't know, John. We'll <laughs> don't, have to look don't act well, like pl- you're the high hey, water hey, mark for comic pl- book films. Platoon <laughs> pulled that motherfucking draft out, so I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> he did win. He did win. So John are the only ones who have read comic books. So I mean, come on, we know <laughs> that's right. I, I read co- I, I read comic books, but I was I the last time I did so I was in elementary school so uh <laughs> it's been a while you're gonna be one of those you're gonna disparage people who read comic books no i love comic you're like books. my Kids. brother-in-law it, i used to watch books. cartoons but now i hate them <laughs> didn't say i hate them just that's the last time i read them so uh <laughs> uh so uh road perdition is off the board so peter that means you're up with your round two pick what are you going with sir all right, so let's see here. Um, this one, I went more with my heart. A uh, little concerned that this might get taken a little bit later, so I figured I'd get it, uh, get it out of the way now. Uh, something interesting that I just kind of looked at in round one, the first three were sequels. Uh, and so this one kind of follows that trend. So I went with Blade 2 uh, for my second pick. Whoa! <laughs> what? Your second pick? Are you Blade kidding two? me? Blade 2? Blade 2, man. Directed by Guillermo del Toro. Um, oh, my God. This draft just got so much easier. I fucking oh, love it. my God. This is ridiculous, man. This is great. Oh, my well, God. I'm sorry to disappoint I you guys. I love you, Peter. I love right. you. No, you're not disappointing. I actually really like Blade 2. So I, continue continue with why you picked it. <laughs> Go yeah, ahead, man. I mean, it's just it's very well directed, right? I mean, you got a great performance from a really big cast. Uh, this one introduces the uh, the blood pack. You even got uh, Ron Perlman in here, just a complete badass. It's just great visually. I mean, Guillermo del Toro, man, he directed the hell out of this movie. Um, when I got introduced to Blade, I bought the trilogy and just kind of binged all three movies. Or I'm sorry, the first two movies because three doesn't exist. But Blade Two, hands down, the best one of the three. I I have to agree with Peter. It's the best one of the three. Um, it's 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 definitely on my list. Um, but just like Road to Perdition and a couple I, other things, it's it's lower on my list. So I'm just so flabbergasted. You guys have listened to movie trends before, right? <laughs> we yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I'm continuing that trend. I mean, I could have you know done Lethal Weapon you're two. Going, you're this going is my full Nick two. on this shit, man. You're... <laughs> I'm just, but it does. It does have a Walking Dead connection for me and you. Pete. Yes, it does. Uh, Absolutely. It, it's, yeah, it's got Norman Reedus in it. As it Scott. does. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Scott, that's right. The bad, the bad guy. Who's who plays the bad guy? He's that's the one with like the their mouths open up and stuff. That that that's that's the one, right? We're thinking of right. Yep, that's the one it where is, the yeah, mouth yeah. opens up sideways or something. Oh. Yeah, and Ron Perl- Ron Perlman is in it before right. Hellboy, so you, you mm-hmm. see where true. Del Toro made that connection. Oh shit! I just mentioned a movie that probably isn't on anybody's list. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, 
Oh, oh Pete just, real quick. I heard that laugh. It's it's on Pete's list. I know it is. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. Oh, man. Okay. Um, next one. So, I, uh, so I'm next. So, wow, man. This, this draft is already throwing a lot of curveballs here. I'm looking at my list here. Um, so, with the second pick, my second pick, so my round two pick, I'm going to... I'm gonna go with um, um. He's so flabbergasted by the picks, he doesn't even know what to throw out there now. <laughs> hey man, it's so good. Like, I'm, it left I'm, him speechless. I'm yeah, uh, he's I'm, like uh, mic drop. Wow. I'm going. Uh, I'm going with my favorite Spider-Man, Spider-Man Two, guys, 2004. All right, all right, all right. All right. So Spider-Man Two uh, is my favorite Spider-Man. And uh, it is uh, 95% for the reason that I love uh, Alfred Merlina as Doc Ock in that movie. I think he uh, is very cool. I love the the mad scientist vibe that he gives off. I love his relationship. He actually has a relationship with Peter Parker in that movie. Uh, I love the fact that he kind of uh, sacrifices himself at the end instead of being being ki- killed. Um, but... Um, I love Spider-Man too, and of course the infamous train scene, which is one of the best uh, action sequences in any comic book movie of all time. So uh, yeah, so I-, I had to go with that one. What do you guys think? Uh, I actually really like that. I, I it yeah, was it's in a my solid round, pick. It was in my round one. It's the best Spider-Man film. It's the best characterization of Peter and Alfred Molina was a great Doc Ock. There's no problem with that pick at all. Good job, Justin. Yeah, Thanks, definitely a very solid take, man. Something's weird here, Dave. Are you up to something? <laughs> he's, being too, he's being too nice. He's being too, <laughs> too nice. nice, man. What is going on? It's such a good pick. I love this. I love this genre, and I love people to get like excited about this genre. And um, Spider-Man 2 is the best of the Spider-Man movies. Spider-Man is iconic. He's one of the most iconic comic book characters. He's the one that people can relate to the most. And uh, I feel like if if Justin was a superhero, he would be Peter Parker. Well, I was named after Peter Parker. Oh, good for you! But uh, but I was named right. And then Peter's like, I, is, "Is it because I'm not white? Is is that it?" And, that's that's oh, it. Yeah. I mean, you want to call me Miles Morales? I mean, because I'm closer to skin tone. I, I was no. I was I was always disappointed that was there wasn't a gratuitously tall and and lanky and nerdy. Uh, superhero. So um, no, I, I always liked Peter Parker as a kid, and uh, I mean Captain it, it, Fantastic. It, it, <laughs> Captain Fantastic. <laughs> the actual um, fat Captain Fantastic usually walks around really tall and lanky. Does he? He does. There you go. There you go. But uh, Spider Man Two is thirteen years old, and it, you know if you if uh, if you watch it now, it it, it pretty much holds up. So. Especially compared to the Amazing Spider-Man movies, so yeah. it's the uh, penultimate Raimi Spider-Man, right? <laughs> exactly. Before he went all crazy with three and stuff, so <laughs> right. Exactly. That was the uh, worst, worst Spider-Man. It doesn't I exist. Ex- I never expected to be on Justin's side. Uh, in this. I thought it was going to be me and Justin, just like just trying to undermine each other as much as possible. And here, both me and him are flabbergasted at John and Pete's picks that hey, I man. find myself aligning with him. I feel like the Russian crowd in Rocky Four just, well, just changed. 
<laughs> just I, changing allegiances halfway through. I'm looking at my list and I'm like, I could I could feasibly get my top five of all time right here if, if everything goes to plan. <laughs> everything only goes round, to plan, one, it's all gonna smooth out. Only one pick from round one uh, of my picks has gone, and Justin just took it. That, I mean, that's it. I still get the rest of my round one picks. It's pretty awesome. Uh, so, Dave, you're up, man. So, so you've got the last pick of round two. You picked the Dark Knight with your first pick. What are you going with uh, your second pick? I'm going with my heart this time. So, you guys know me extremely well. We we, we talk a lot. Uh, I, I consider you guys some of my closest friends. So, you know that this comes from the heart when I say my daughter is named after this character. Logan, from this year, is is my number two pick. Wow. Damn. So yeah. there's a big, I saw that going. A, yeah, there's a, there's a big reason for it, though. I mean, 17 years with Hugh Jackman as this character, and it... And it, and it culminated in this. It was it was, was really really well done. James Mangold did a fantastic job directing, and Hugh Jackman killed it in his last time out as this character that we know of. Definitely, I, I'm, I, I'm so sad, and I'm I'm probably the only one that still hasn't seen this. But I actually I tried. I tried to go see it this week because I knew this was coming up, and I was like, I want to be knowledgeable about this, but I have kids, guys, and sometimes I can't get to the movie theater on time, but it is on my list. I'm going to go see it soon, and I'm excited about it, but is this your favorite X-Men movie, uh, Dave? I, I didn't listen to your review because I still haven't seen it. Yeah, no, it, it is. You can read my spoiler review. I think it should review. be. A- I posted that, but uh, it it. it- it is my favorite X movie, I'll say. My favorite X movie. I, I've loved the character my entire life. Uh, I loved – one of my favorite you know, graphic novels is Origin, where they actually tell the origin yes. of Wolverine. It's so, so well made. And the art is absolute. dude, the art is watercolors. It's, it's so well done. It's uh, – and – this, you know, this film just perfectly embodied everything that the character was. You can see, like, when you watch the Wolverine, that this is what the Wolverine tried to be, and now Mangold got permission from Fox to do it. Uh, and and he, you can really tell that they actually set out to make the film that they wanted to make this time. And Hugh Jackman got to call the shots on how he played the character, on, on the character's, you know, emotions, on, on how the character reacted in the script. It it was just so well done, and 17 years of, of someone's life, pretty much, was put all out in heart on the screen, and I was really happy to see that. So, uh, Dave, you went with a, a great pick, even though I haven't seen it for uh, your, your round it two It is pick. a fantastic pick. But uh, that means it's time for round three, guys, and so that means Dave gets yet another pick on top of that to start off round three. What are you gonna go with, Dave? There's there's tons of great options still left on the table, thanks to Peter and John. Uh, what are you gonna do? I'm I'm so flabbergasted by their picks. I didn't even. Yes, he said that. These- Move on, Dave. Jesus, <laughs> I didn't even think that half these things would still be here. Uh, honestly, it's God. It's so hard. I I gotta go with Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Whoa, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I All mean, right. I'm, I think I went I'm with an entirely different premise on my list. <laughs> well, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, it's it it kind of redefined how we look at comic book films, right? Uh, it's 
it, it, it wasn't so much about being super or being heroes. It was, you know, about telling a decent story. And it, it took it in a direction that really paved the way for films like, you know, Deadpool and for Thor Ragnarok to be what it is that's going to be coming out. Very it true. Really ch- it changed how we really look at comic books. Comic books can all of a sudden be far more fun than they were previously. You can have a whole lot of fun with the concepts that are out there. And I think Guardians of the Galaxy will go down as one of those genre-defining films in the long run. I'm Groot. And you know what? You know what the thing that that stuck out the first time I watched that is just the 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 alchemy of the casting of the whole group and how they mesh together is amazing like i remember watching the the first time i watched it i was like whoever casted this movie has some like kudos to them because every person was casted brilliantly the way that they you know worked as a team was amazing it's a bunch of weirdos that you know end up together and i was like just this being their first movie i can't wait to see how they go where they go from this Dave, are we still talking about this sequel on your show? Is that true? Uh, yeah, yeah. We actually, me and you, will be doing the review. Yes, the yes. An excuse, and, an excuse and to go all, to the theater. All your love, Justin, goes to goes to James Gunn. He 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 really ushered everything for this film. James Gunn, who uh, he, he he wrote uh, Tromeo and Juliet. I don't know if anyone's yeah. ever seen Tromeo and Juliet. Slither, Slither. Super. Yeah. yeah. Some really good, like, really um, subversive, great shit. And now he's doing, you know, some of the most popular uh, superhero comic book movies ever. I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about the sequel, so I'm very excited to see that. So, And uh, a very appropriate pick for, for this week to, to have... On your, uh, your 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 roster of uh, movies here, Dave. So I, I applaud your pick, sir. I too. Thank you. Um, Thank yeah, you. definitely. I mean, I was gonna choose that one for this round. Um, I just wanted to kind of throw in a little bit here that well, what really caught me by surprise was uh, how the movie starts out. You know, you get a little heart wrenching scene with uh, you know Peter Quill, nice name there, uh, with his mom. And then it cuts to him in the future, and the man's dancing around, you know, listening to some music, kicking aliens across the screen and such. So it was just like, what is this movie about? You know, so it was great. It's a great pick, Dave. I have to Thank agree. You. Thank I have you, to Pete. agree. Mm-hmm. Who, who's everyone's favorite Guardian, real quick? Uh, Rocket. Peter Quill. Rocket. 100% I, Rocket. I, lay, I love Drax. Dave Bautista, man. That guy is hilarious. Dude, mine's also Rocket. As a comic book fan, when Dave Bautista was was cast, I was like, physically, yeah. But, I mean, acting chops? Come on. No. This guy's going to suck. And when I watched the movie, I was blown away by him. Just some of some of his lines, his delivery of the lines are, is what's really funny. You know, when he talks about his reflexes are too fast, I would catch it. Nothing goes <laughs> up in my head. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. You, you wouldn't so think perfect. You wouldn't think that he would be a comic juggernaut. Like he reminds me. I just finally found. Uh, I just saw Fast Eight for the first time uh, yesterday, and he reminds me like of like Jason Tha- uh, Statham. Like you're like you wouldn't think that he would be a hilarious dude just by looking at him. But anyone that's seen Fast Eight or Spy, the the guy's got some really amazing comic chops, like and timing. So 
uh, every 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 scene and line of his in the first one, I was just like laughing out loud. So he's the one that I kind of look to um, when I watch the movie. So yeah, for me, you know, for me, I can uh, identify with Peter Quill a little bit. You know, it's like I'm nostalgic. Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, if you noticed when I did the picking, I actually put. You know, hydrate level four in parentheses <laughs> over top of podstalgic. So everyone's like, yeah. that's who this guy is. He's the guy yeah, appreciate that. that got Michael yeah. J. Fox to do the intro to his podcast. Right? Well, not not Michael J. Fox, but, you know, sounds like him. Well, it sounds like him, He's the same guy that like did him. the Telltale game. <laughs> yeah, right. It is. Is it the same guy? That's great. Yeah. yeah so it's amazing, man. Video games, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You got a working actor to actually, you know, give you a sound bite. That's more than any of us yeah. can say, Pete. Right? Well, so, I mean, I don't know. Justin gets like, you know, celebrities to come on and shit. <laughs> he goes to their kids' birthday parties and brings them presents and drinks with them. It's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So he sees people in real life. So, so you guys, it's it's time for my third pick of the draft. And I'm excited that my favorite DC film lasted this long. This goes out to my boy Nick from Epic Film Guys. I'm going with Batman 1989, guys. Oh, nice. so oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> so Man, you had the um, soundbite. I wish I I need that soundbite. It's, it's amazing, and just in conversation with with Chrissy, it comes up in times where she even says it. So I I, I kind of want it just. Just to play every now and then. I I heard her say it on the Human Centipede episode. (laughs) Good for you. Yeah, she suddenly says it almost in that tone. (laughs) So, uh, so Batman 1989 uh, came out on my birthday in 1989, and I went with all my my uh, my friends to see it with my uh, my Joker shirt on and my Batman Converse sneakers. And uh, it's, I mean, it's a classic, man. It's like kind of like the the grandfather of the the comic book movie movement. Um, so it's got my favorite Batman and Michael Keaton in it. It's got uh, Jack Nicholson in, you know, his crazy role as the Joker. Maybe not the best Joker, but definitely crazy. And then it's got an amazing, eccentric soundtrack by Prince. I mean, it's 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 a great movie and it's very weird and strange and very Tim Burton and and I love it. I love Batman 1989. So great I'm excited I'm excited it, it it dropped down to round 3. So I've um I don't know I, other than that I don't know what to say. I'm very excited to have it on my list. So Justin, awesome. can I ask you something? Yeah, go ahead. Have you ever danced to the devil in a pale moonlight? <laughs> oh, here I we go. Danced out of all my <laughs> What's the what's oh god, what's the guy that, that they love that, that Justin and Nick love? The uh oh, Eckhart. Eckhart. Uh drinking uh. Drano. <laughs> Don't go printing this in your paper, Knox. Nick, when you when you listen to this back, Nick, you better pick me in the poll just because I got this at, at round three. I'm very excited about this. So uh You can't predict that was what actually Nick is my next do. pick. That was going to be my damn next pick. John, whatever, John, I'm sure you got something very off the wall. and, and you That know, was actually my pocket. next pick was Batman 89. That's why I said, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> what are you? I'm Batman. I love that goddamn movie. 
was the first got, Batman movie I ever fucking watched. It's got Kim Kim Basinger being all hot and sexy and and screaming the whole movie. It's got everything uh, you need. The Kim best, Basinger, the the best Batmobile, exactly. the best Batmobile. The ability to not turn his fucking head, so that way, you know, like, all the fighting seems really robotic. Exactly. Shields. It's amazing. It's great. He uses um, all those gadgets. Uh, I love when he asks, how much do you weigh? Uh, about 108. And he looks at her up and down. He's like, hmm. <laughs> mm, <no. laughs> about oh, man. Buck, about a buck 20, but let's, let's get this over with. <laughs> so, so with that pick, I think I, I uh, pretty much won the draft, but I'm going to let it continue. I think uh, you to did. Go, to, to go on, Peter... You're up next. You have you already have Captain America: Civil War and Blade Two. What are you going with your third pick in round three? All right, another my third sequel. pick. It is another sequel. Uh, my <laughs> third pick. Well, it's not it's like the, not. I mean, it's a it's a sequel, but it's not like the number two. Well, maybe it kind of is in a way. But uh, Avengers I'm a, I'm a fan Two. Of, uh, t- He's going with Age of Ultron. No, no, man, no. That's <laughs> definitely not on my list. That's up there with Apocalypse. That's shit. Um, all right. It's so, X Men Two. <laughs> I'm a fan of time traveling, so I went with Days of Future Past. Whoa! Uh, for my number three. So a good pick, I was in the right yeah. realm. So Brian pick. Singer, you know, returns to the uh, the X Men series here. Uh, you get to see some Sentinels. But I loved everything in the past here. You know, like the, the breakout scene with Magneto was, uh, very comical. Um, there was a lot of fucking characters in this movie and I thought Singer juggled it pretty well. Uh, we got to see a, um, drugged out Xavier, uh, very emotional scene between him and Magneto at the house. And, uh, just, I love how they kind of change what we know about our actual history, you know, by incorporating the mutants into the history, you know, with the whole JFK and all of that stuff. So I was just very fascinated by that concept. Obviously, I've never read the source material, which I, I guess this is what the movie was based on. Um, but yeah, uh, one of my favorite X-Men movies. Source material is awesome. But, is it? Uh, okay. The- the movie is awesome as well. The only downside to the movie is that it allowed Brian Singer back into this universe, and then we eventually got Apocalypse. So we yeah, that is true. Year. That oh, is Lord. true. It, it allowed him to make a, a lot more money to use on nefarious things that might get him into trouble, like and, smoking uh, meth, smoking meth, young boys, <laughs> stuff like Lots that. Lots of heroin, exactly. So Tibetan like female hookers. Peter, did you pick? Peter, Peter, you said it was one of your favorite X Men. You didn't pick your favorite X Men, or is that Logan? Uh, I've never seen Logan. Oh, so I've never seen Logan. So I was actually asking around for those that actually had seen it to kind of see, kind of gauge what you know if people would place it in their top five. And a number of people wouldn't place it in their top five comic book movies. Um, really? But they said it's one of the better X Men ones. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah, I said it's one of my. F- favorites uh you know what i mean it's a toss-up between the og x-men movie and days of future past they're they're pretty close to me i mean the x-men movie was like one of the first ensembles you know on screen so okay all right it's a respectable pick there you go so um it is it is my back in the cool group in our anything uh maybe not okay welcome welcome back on the cool side you are now Uh, sitting on top of a ice pack (laughs) like me you're cool Balls. All right, so John, you got the last pick of round three. Um, 
to to catch people up, you you've already got Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, and Road to Perdition. What are you? I do. Your third pick. Uh well, on my third pick, since uh, Justin took my third fucking pick, <laughs> uh, I'm actually gonna go with Deadpool. Uh, that's Ooh. the one I'm actually gonna go with because I actually really love Deadpool. That's my second favorite comic character next to Batman. And you I think that was easy top beard because it's coming. That's what I wanted, uh, you bastard. Oh, uh, god damn it. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, <laughs> shit. Why uh, Deadpool? I love Deadpool. He, he's just, uh, he is the merc with a mouth. I mean, he's just, uh, an eccentric smart ass that is a total badass. TJ and Miller, I think too, that man, kills it. Right? Mm-hmm. But I think that Ryan Reynolds actually, like, really redeemed himself as the character. By going out of his way to make sure that he actually stuck really close to the personality of the character and trying to actually portray uh, Deadpool as close to the comic book as he could. And the fact that he kept breaking the fourth wall and he continued to be a badass. And Francis, that joke never gets old. (laughs) I don't give a damn. That Francis joke never gets old. Especially the whole thing with Ajax. You named yourself after a drain cleaner. Great, Girls go great. crazy for a sharp dress, man. Gr- oh, gr- god damn. Great soundtrack as well. It does. Some, it has an amazing soundtrack. Some George Michael tunes. Um, it's an awesome pick, John. Thank you. Thank you. Some pepper. Yeah. Awesome pick. And, and, and with that, you, you ended with an awesome pick in round three. But you also have the first pick in round four. So uh, this is important. So once we get into round four, this is where we pick the winners from the losers, guys. Unless it's this draft. And we, we've it's it's pretty much between me and uh, maybe Dave uh, at this point. So uh, probably. Oh, it's, probably. It's, it's just it's just me. It's just it's me, just Dave. Dave. Just uh, John, no, clearly jo- they don't like people with long hair and people with skin color. It's I'm telling you. What, it's, is it, what they're it, saying here. There's some sort of like, uh, prejudice here, I'm telling no, you. No, do, do not do. make people vote against prejudice. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> you're swinging the vote, Pete. You're like Johnny Cochran. It's like you're stealing the vote with racism, you bastard. Yeah. God damn it, if that glove fits, you must quit. <laughs> so, John, that means you've got your, your fourth pick. What are you going to go with, sir? This is a very important one. Oh, I feel like considering the actual way this draft has actually been going, I mean, Pete's stuck with sequels the whole way through, so I'm not <laughs> worried about that. But uh, you and Dave uh, have a pretty decent li- list actually built up, and I'm like, I don't know, well, man. Well, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, I Just don't like know, the man. real Peter I don't Parker, know if I should go ostracized by, by your peers. I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't know if I should go with my original pick or I should go with like uh, my backup pick. And I'm like, mm, I'm really debating here because my original pick here is an actual another animated film. Ooh. Mm. You want to have some variety there, man. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go... Go with what your balls tell you. My balls tell me to go with the Avengers. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I'm going Damn. with the okay. Avengers. That's gonna go and be my fourth <laughs> round pick. <laughs> that, John, it, John, you're my mortal enemy. That's my favorite pick of yours so far, man. 
Oh, I can't help it, man. I mean, like, it was just like, it's still on the board. It's wide the hell open. Uh, I had John another... took my next pick and then my backup pick to his next pick. God damn. Uh, me, that's, it's just what it is, man. Me and Dave, man. We're just on this wavelength, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. So that's, uh, that's why nice. our Sons of yeah. Katie Elder episode was so was so well received. So I'm, I'm, you. I'm surprised it lasted this long. Why'd you go with the Avengers, John? Well, I mean, it's the first time you actually get everyone together as an actual group. The story is well done. All the jokes are just well done, and they land every fucking time. I mean, it's an enjoyable movie from the moment it kicks off to the moment it ends. I mean, even if you and you sit there and wait through the credits to the very end and actually see them just sitting down in the fucking diner just eating, that's it's still enjoyable. I mean... You can't get a better actual Avengers film because, I mean, literally that second one is just trash, in my opinion. But that, I'm not going to go there, but it's it's amazing. I mean, the uh, back and forth between Th- uh, Thor and the Hulk is just hilarious. And you can't get a better actual uh, Marvel film with uh, a group than that. I mean, I just Justice League's going to have to do a lot of work to beat that. Oh God, the best, the best Marvel villain, probably All right. as well. So with Loki, I mean, and, Loki's uh, the fucking man. I mean, yeah. you can't help but love Loki, even though he's the bad guy. You fucking love him from beginning to end. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but uh, in, in in terms of sequence action sequences in comic book movies, the the whole thing in New York at the end of the Avengers might be my favorite. Um, of all time in a comic movie, like that, that, the whole thing with them coming together, the even the 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 circular like camera move where they they all are in the same place at the same time. They're like, let's do this. Like I I don't think there, there's been anything better um, in my eyes thus far. So um, I, I I love the Avengers, man. Great movie. So yeah, hard to say about better fight sequence, but one of my favorite ones is definitely. Uh, Winter Soldier and um, Captain America and uh, that one dude at the end of Civil War. So the the two one three the two one one. Avengers is the is like everything that that first wave led up to, right? Like we 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 got Iron Man, which was awesome. Uh, we slugged through Thor. Uh, we kind of slugged through Incredible Hulk a little bit. We got uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, which wasn't that great. And then we got the Avengers, which was absolutely, and even Iron Man right. two was before the Avengers. So uh, it, it kind of went through like this, the, this little bit of like a down period where like it had some bad films in there, and then the Avengers came out, and it was just so well done. It highlighted each character so perfectly. Uh, it did the fight scenes just right. Uh, the the best part of that that fight scene that you guys were talking about, where they're all together, they're on the bridge, they're fighting the Chitari, is when Iron Man just throws his pulsar rays at Captain America's shield, and he deflects it and takes out like Fuck a yeah. whole circle of of Chitari. Because that is a that that is a move that is directly from. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the video game. Hell yeah. Awesome. It really the fuck was. I mean, there was perfect examples of the way the characters actually um, operate and interact and the way they would actually fight each other. I mean, that fight sequence where Thor found, like first meets the actual rest of the group in, in this movie and 
him, Iron Man are fighting, and then like Captain America comes in to break it up. It's just fucking amazing. And Hulk. <sighs> Smash. Thor, the, the I think the thing about Thor Ragnarok that I'm most excited about, and I, I hope Goldblum? it happens. I assume it's going to happen. Is is it other than Jeff Goldblum, who I love, <laughs> is uh, is for uh, the Incredible Hulk and uh, Loki to meet again because that's one of my favorite parts about. I, I still remember seeing in the theater where uh, Hulk just beats the shit out of Loki, just like throws him around and smashes him up. Uh, in terms of that movie, is just fucking hilarious. There. And, they're, and they're if you watch the if you watch the Thor Ragnarok trailer when they when Jeff Goldblum says uh uh, uh well uh, uh the the uh, uh Incredible Hulk uh Loki closes his legs a little bit like kind of like he's hiding his balls and kind of gives like this little awkward oh, yeah. look around like can it's can fucking me? great nice I, I, I actually I love that they put that in there and it's a little bit subversive so like only if you're like a big fan. Do you like really kind of notice that like little thing that like Loki does? Because that was, God, that was so long ago. It was 2012. You know, we are it five was. years removed from that. So like to to continue like putting those little things in, I, I I love that about the Marvel universe. The fact that it is one cohesive universe. Well, the thing I'm like super excited about is the introduction to what I hope turns into Planet Hulk. No, this uh, is Planet Hulk. This I is mean, it. This, just is this gonna just yeah. be Planet Hulk? Yeah, they can never. Uh, Marvel and Disney can never release a single Hulk movie. He always has to be in someone else's movie because Universal still owns the distribution rights to the Incredible Hulk. So if Disney Damn and Marvel ever make a single Incredible Hulk movie, uh, Universal still stands to gain from it. But as long as they subversively put him into other people's movies. Like putting Thor Ragnarok, him and Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, Marvel keeps gets to keep it because it's not under the Hulk banner. So oh, okay. Well, I was really this, excited, Dave. I was really I, excited. Sorry, I wanted this, to see fucking Planet Hulk. I wanted to see him eventually take the <laughs> take the fuck over. We still have studio dick measuring contests going on, so uh, that shit is not over. So. <laughs> they need to quit crossing the streams. <laughs> Across the streams. I mean, could they, could they legitimately uh, Universal? Could they just start their own Hulk movie on the side? Is that no? They really no. no they can't, only own they only own the distribution rights, ah. which means if so so they they stand to make all the money, but they don't hold the character rights. Like they Got don't it. own the rights to make their own movie. But if a film comes out with the Hulk, they still stand to gain. I mean, it's the uh, same thing that Marvel damn. has pretty much been doing with every other universe. Every time a Spider-Man film comes out, even when it's under Sony, Marvel still makes money because Marvel owns all of the rights for the merchandising. And we know how important merchandising, merchandising, merchandising is. Well, you know what? All I'm waiting for is for, for shit to get so bad that the studios have to work together and we can finally get some X-Men versus the Avengers or some kind of stuff like that to go on because that's what we want. You know, that's what I want to happen. So even throw the Fantastic Four in there. I don't care. Whatever. It works. So I hope that Fox doesn't touch the Fantastic Four for a long time and it I don't know back man. to Marvel. I would love... For it to revert back to Marvel, bring that the, would be amazing. Yeah, bring Marvel's first family back under the Marvel banner, and and you could. They start could probably off. fix it then. 
Dude, that, yeah, exactly. And then after Marvel Wave 4 is completed, when Marvel really isn't sure where they're going, they say they have a plan, but they're not sure. If they got the Fantastic Four back, just imagine, you could actually build an entire Marvel Universe off the Fantastic Four's back. Fantastic Four, yeah, is so vast. You could, I mean, they literally spend arcs of, of the Fantastic Four jumping through different dimensions. It'd be awesome. So, so guys, I don't know if you, you've recognized this, but if you're looking at the board, John in round three and round four has gotten Deadpool in the Avengers, which I would have had assumed would have gone way earlier in the draft, like round one and two. So this whole draft is totally askew and, and screwed up. So. It is wild. It's wild. And uh, so with Maybe that, I threw you off with my second pick. <laughs> no, I knew it was all I... part of my game plan. <laughs> I knew it was going to be this way. I knew we had a gaggle of freaks in here. I knew that we were all going to go. Well, speak for yourself, in- sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> what I'm saying is we are all unique in our own ways here. And in in this draft, this is, this is not your common draft. We are not people who are going to pick what's popular. Uh I might be, Justin might be, but the two, <laughs> Pete and John, are not your average guys. And uh, well, let's. I've let, watched let, a lot of movies. Let's see. What, <laughs> let's see what. Let's see what Peter's got uh, with his uh, his pick in round four with his fourth pick. W- what are you gonna go with, Peter? All right. So Dave brought up the movie Logan earlier, and it's undeniable that. Uh, Hugh Jackman is the best casting for a comic book character. The man's played uh, Wolverine all these years. So I'm going to go Don't say it. with the second best casted character in the comic book universe. I'm going with the first Iron Man. Whoa. <laughs> oh, that, I mean, that's, all right. that's a great Woo. pick. Because if, if you said my next pick, Pete, I wouldn't be coming, I wouldn't be coming back for TV8 My Brain next year. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Pete's like, thank God. Oh, whew. all right. He's like, well, that Watching man my brow got here. that long-winded bastard off of this. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, great I've pick. Been, yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, I've been a big fan of RDJ for years, man. Like, one of my favorite movies as a kid was Tough Turf. You know, a very obscure movie. It's got him and yeah. Spader. You know, so I often joke that uh, Age of Ultron is, or at least Tough Turf was, um, you know, when Ultron met Iron Man. But... You know, this Robert Downey Jr. hadn't been doing like, you know, quote unquote great movies for a while until he did Iron Man. And people were like, oh, I remember this guy. You know, so he was kind of back in the light again. And he was, he's pretty much playing himself, you know. And I still remember when I saw that first trailer, he's like sitting in the Humvee with those soldiers. I was serving at the, at the time. And, uh, he's like, oh, you know, let's take a selfie. Oh, you better not put this on MySpace or, you know, obviously I, got the phrasing wrong there but um it's just uh i keep using the word balance i think this is a well-balanced movie in in um action and uh comedic timing with uh robert downey jr uh you also got john favreau who directed it and is also uh plays happy uh in the movie as well and obadiah stain man um je- I love me some jeff bridges you know I, I i don't think there's one bad jeff bridges uh jeff bridges movie that i've seen so it was actually kind of nice to see him playing uh, a villain in this one I mean, I, I think it's a good pick just on the, the the cultural significance of the movie within the, the Marvel Universe and, and kind of setting the tone and the template for everything that went after it. So, yeah. It's the second best uh, comic book film that came out in 2008. 
I, yeah. I already picked. I already picked the first. Right. But, you know. You know. You got. You got. You got second best, and that's okay. I'll no, be number he, two I for actually, this that's round. That's funny. <laughs> no, I, I actually really like this pick. I think RDJ defines the entire Marvel universe. I think RDJ is actually one of the you know best one of the best actors that that is out there right now. He he embodies characters so well, um, and you know this film it actually took a a C level Marvel character and made him their A list star. Right, and, and that is absolutely amazing because no one gave a fuck about Iron Man in the comics. Iron Man was a joke in the comics most of the time. Well, I mean, you know, he, he is a drunk. Yeah, he was a drunk. If if I was in comic book form and rich and and a genius, I would be Tony Stark. <laughs> so uh, let yeah, and, and you guys know about sliding doors and like uh, you know fate and 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 how things can go different ways, but. Let's imagine how everything would have went if um, the original person they were going after for this role, Tom Cruise, would have oh would, would, oh would have, have been fucking terrible. Would have gotten it the role of Iron Man. It would have been, been the shortest short... fucking Iron Man ever. <laughs> it would have been a short five foot six man running at the camera for ninety minutes. It would have been. Terrible. They might as well have got the guy that plays. I can't remember his name right now, but the guy that plays Leprechaun to play the fucking oh, Iron Man Jesus. at that point. Jesus Christ! Fuck that. <laughs> I mean, well, like, he, Tom Cruise's Iron Tom Man Cruise is the worst have, possible like, a idea beard ever. Or a goatee, you know, he probably would have been shaven. <laughs> but uh, mind you, like seriously, like what Pete was talking about with RDJ seeming like, you know, man, he seems like he's kind of playing himself. Well, oddly enough, I mean, you got to think about those uh, drug and alcohol problems RDJ had just been going through and uh, happened to be having, and now he instantly plays a character right after that about that is an alcoholic. And he nails it. So, I mean, he, he really does. He nails, he embodies the character, but I mean, he just literally plays, a, he plays himself. John, he's not an role. alcoholic. He never goes to a meeting in those movies. Not once. He's not an alcoholic. Not in the movies. <laughs> not in the movies. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> not in the movies. He's not an alcoholic, but we all know Tony yeah. Stark loves to fucking drink. And uh, he does drink quite a bit in those films. I mean, it's a lot of sweet tea, I assume, but g- <laughs> either way. I can't wait until the uh, Marvel movies make him the Secretary of Defense, which eventually does happen in the comic book. It does. It does. I mean, my only problem with the the movie cinema universe really is that although I really love RDJ as Iron Man, I've really enjoyed Tony Stark. I cannot stand the fact that he is the fucking center of the universe right now. Like, I mean, the literal center of the fucking universe. Like, yeah, everything but, happens because of him. But, John, you have to look at it at where they were at the time. They had sold off all their best properties. They sold off Spider-Man. They sold off... The I mean, X-Men. they did. They sold it all off. They couldn't build a universe around Captain America. They couldn't have built a universe around around most of the other characters that they still held onto at the time. Well, yeah, they Robert- fucked up in 1978 with fucking Captain America. That's not my problem. <laughs> they they couldn't build a universe around them. So what they got was a charismatic actor who could literally carry their universe on his back. And they've lived I mean, off they that. did. 
They and, did. and Grant, they've I, I feel like they've they've gone beyond that now. They don't need Robert Downey Jr. to continue. But no. at the time when they in two thousand eight, when the Marvel Universe had gone off on its own, and you know, it should be said that Iron Man was made not under Disney. It uh, you know, Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk were not under Disney. They did not purchase it at the time. Marvel was building a brand off of what they had, and they did it in a fantastic fashion. So. Oh, they did. They did. They and I mean, come on now. Incredible Hulk should have just been named. Hey, we apologize for that entirely lame ass version of the Hulk that we gave you like a few but years. But here's earlier. Edward Norton. But here's but Edward here's Norton. Edward Norton. <laughs> that's only going to be in this movie one fucking time because he's a dick. Yeah, because well, he's a dick. <laughs> well, here's 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 my here's my thing, and and I see a lot of people complaining about Tony Stark being in the new Spider Man movie, but if you're you know, if you're a company and you you know what's hot and you know that everybody loves Iron Man, why wouldn't you put him in the new Spider-Man movie? I mean, we don't know how long he's in the new Spider-Man movie, but uh, I mean, I, I know. I hope that, it's only like ten minutes. I mean, that's how comics. That's how the comics work, where people pop in and pop out at, at will exactly. in the actual comics. So, what's weird about that? So. It's the same reason that Wolverine was on every comic book cover in the early '90s was because it sold comics. It's true. Wolverine on there. It's true. And my and my mom knows Iron Man. My mom doesn't give a fuck about the comics, but my mom knows who Iron Man is. She knows who Robert Downey Jr. is. She fell in love with the charm and charisma that was in the Iron Man movies, and has you know continued through the entire Marvel universe. So. That's the audience you want to hit. You don't. You're not looking for comic book fans when you throw RDJ into the Spider-Man films. You're you're looking for those outliers, those people who see Robert Downey Jr. playing Iron Man in a Spider-Man film, and then that is the signal, the the you know the the light in people's heads that says, yeah, this is an MCU film now. I'm I'm thinking of the the board meetings like how are we gonna get Dave's mom? We have to get her into the theater, <laughs> right, dude? Well, nobody's arguing that they wanted the big blockbuster where they wanted everyone to come in. They were like RDJ, this is a perfect idea that'll pull old people, that'll pull like young middle aged people, young people because it's a comic book fucking movie and it's got RDJ in it, and that people know RDJ and they kind of really like him and this is really going to jumpstart his career if this goes off well and he hasn't been arrested in a while and justin i that's love true what you just said because my mom was literally just asking my dad if next week they could go see guardians of the galaxy 2 in the theaters <laughs> amazing <laughs> so like, there you go marvel has hooked my mom and, and she it loves works. it <laughs> she loves it and if you can get that crowd into your films in the same way that we are talking about these films right now, I can have the type of conversations I'm having with you guys right now with my mom. That means like Marvel has won the race. I mean, they they won because of that alone. I'm not saying in in thematic you know way they have won. I'm just saying that like as far as public opinion goes, and as far as the general audience goes. Marvel's won, and that all started with Iron Man. So I'm just going to bring it full circle and say. Nice job. There you go. I'm picking iron. Nice job. So, so uh, good pick, uh, Peter. I think it's probably, uh, yep, great pick for round four, Iron Man. Um, Thank you. So, um, so I'm next with my round four pick. And uh, looking at my pick so far, I'm trying to give some variety to my, my list. Um, yes. With, with some, it means some, you're, some, it means you're not picking my pick. 
So, um, so I'm gonna go with a guy that we haven't even heard from in terms of a superhero yet. With my my favorite iteration or film of this character, gonna go a little old school for 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 those old people out there. I'm gonna go with Superman the movie from 1978, guys, a classic. So, I knew this would end up somewhere on here at some point because it has to. So it really does. So here's the it thing. Has to. Here's the thing, and uh, I know Dave. Uh, I've had uh, many Twitter conversations with both Dave and Nick from Epic Film Guys about Batman v Superman and how much I hate that fucking movie and I never want to see it again, no matter which version of it it is. And the main reason, the main problem I have with those movies, um, I'm talking about the extended version and the regular version, is I just don't like the Superman that they've 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 given us. And the reason I, no I don't, hope. the reason well, I don't like no hope. The reason reason I don't exactly. like no him hope. is is I grew up with Christopher Reeve as Superman. I grew up with you know this guy who uh, you know is the the Boy Scout that you know is 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 put on this planet uh, and you know just wants to do good, just wants to help people uh, during the whole se- during Man of Steel, which I know that Nick probably wanted everyone to have picked by now. Um, I actually liked Man of Steel. I was kind of weirded out by the by the ending where people were dying left and right, and as buildings were falling. But I always remember the Boy Scout version of Superman, who you know catch catch the person that fell off at the the Niagara Falls uh, during the this film in 1978. The one that you know would would just you know he's the quintessential superhero and. The fact that this is the first time he's come up in this draft in round four, I couldn't go past round four without picking him, and that's why I picked him. I uh, I love I love Superman the character. I love Christopher Reeves' uh, version of Superman. I love uh, uh, Lois Lane, uh, Mario Kidder in, in, in this movie in these films as well. So that's why I picked it for my fourth pick. So you um, love Margo the Ki- Niagara you love Falls Mar- was in part two. Was Niagara was Falls in part two? two? It, yeah, was it was in part, in part two. two. But but mm-hmm. but when I when I think of Superman as a character and saving people, I always go back to that one. But I could have gone with with two as well. I love two as well. But uh, nineteen seventy eight, it was the it set the template for for the character. And um, oh yeah, and uh, they fired they fired Donner for Superman two. I mean he 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 lost the spot. That uh, they were worse off for it. Number one because he had always the the script for Superman one was written. Uh, with Superman 2 in mind, not just in mind, they were actually one script at one point, uh, one long four and a half hour movie that eventually got cut down into two. He got fired for the for, for the second half of two, but he got the film, most of the film, which is why you get the Richard Donner cut that you wind up getting. It's a hmm. it's a it's a great origin story. You got Marlon Brando in there as well. You know Brando Brando. Um, so. Um, yeah, I love Superman. I love Superman the movie. I, I, I hope that there's a, a course correction with the character, hopefully coming up that we get the, the guy that's less mopey, less, you know, I don't know what's going on with him. So that's, that's the main, <laughs> that's, that's the main problem I have with, with, uh, Batman v Superman and just Justice League. What's coming up is I just want I just want the Superman that that I know and love, and I kind of feel like we've kind of lost that. So, well, John, I mean, I agree John Peter, what are you. your thoughts? 
My thoughts are. Well, I mean, that, uh, go ahead, John. Oh, my thoughts are that it's a solid damn pick. I mean, literally, I'm kind of surprised you actually waited this long for it. But I mean, it's like a fourth, fifth round pick. But honestly, it's a good pick. That is the actual definitive Superman, uh, in my opinion, because like Man of Steel, I'm with you. Like the way they do Man of Steel and the way that the character is so mopey and like brooding and the way the end of the movie ends with all those people dying and he kills Zod. And I'm like, this is, uh, this is not the, uh, Superman that I grew up with. I know what they're kind of trying to do with him, but I just, I don't know if people are necessarily like the math and, and I don't, and I can kind of tell because the, like the sales and the, the general criticism for DC at the moment, I don't think that people get what they're trying to do with them and trying to, it seems like they're almost trying to do like an earth two version of Superman where he's like really broody and becomes like an overlord, but I could be totally wrong. And, and, and Dave said it, you know, in, in this, in the original movie, he's a source of hope, a source of light, and it's like this new version is the total opposite of that. It's like darkness and oh, like yeah. brooding, and like I, 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 I don't, I don't want to take on this challenge of of being of being everyone's savior. Why do I have to do this? And I'm just like, that's not the Superman I know. This is this is really frustrating and kind of uh, depressing. So, um, Dave. What do you think? Did anyone did anyone mention John Williams score? I went to go pee. So seriously, did anyone mention John Williams score? John no. Williams score as well. You Amazing. Want, you want to? I mean, you want to talk about hope? That's what's missing when Superman shows up in BVS or Man of Steel. That that's what I was just saying. Dave, you missed my rant. You missed my rant on this. Yeah, I went to go pee. I really had to pee. I, I was totally just out, like, so man. Cut it out we were talking shit about you, Dave. We were like, Dave's I was talking I shit about you Dave. No, but what no, I was saying fucking. originally was like that um, Superman in Man of Steel is like totally depressing and brooding. And in a way, I think that they were trying to do it was go through and actually do like the Earth 2 version of Superman where he becomes an overlord. Yeah, but I yeah. don't think that like the general masses understand this and or are actually like ready for not only really, I mean that. that but I mean like he became who he was because of uh, of Ma and Pa Kent and I I you can't mention Superman without me mentioning this I don't dislike Man of Steel but Man of Steel did one thing horribly wrong and it's the way they killed off Pa Kent Pa Kent having a heart attack and Superman at Clark Kent being able to hear it from across the farm happening. Oh, it's fucking but, terrible. But not being able to do anything about it robs him of his humanity. Because it's the one thing he can't stop. He can't stop death. He can save people all he wants, but he cannot stop illness. He cannot stop the mortality of man. And that's that humanizes him in such a way that... You know, it, that you feel in those Richard Donner Superman, you don't feel in in the new Superman. You don't get that with him. Uh, he he is a god that is is carrying a burden in these new ones, which is something that we can't relate to. But it, definitely you know, that that Superman, the Donner Superman, the Golden Age Superman, the Silver Age Superman, we can relate to that. The new you know, brooding Superman, we can't relate to, you know, we can't relate to godlike powers. 
So uh, that's one of the things that's missing to me, and that's why it's so less hopeful because it's more like someone watching the world burn and not having the power to stop it rather than someone who is, you know, recognizes his limitations. So my my thoughts on uh, Superman. Man, I, I say get rid of Snyder. Yeah, what uh, about Pete? I say get rid Pete's, of him. What are Pete's thoughts of on Superman? Yeah, hey, hey, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, hey, okay. Pete. Pete. Now, you know, Superman 1 and 2, I kind of, uh, like you, Justin, you know, they, 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 they run in together, right? And obviously we all know the, the whole story between Richard Donner and Richard Lester. Um, I like uh, part two. If I had to choose between the two, but of the part twos, I actually like Richard Donner's the best. Um, but my my favorite Superman, yeah, I agree. You know, uh, Christopher Reeves. You know, I grew I grew up watching him. But I was, I was also a fan of the Lois and Clark show, also Smallville. Um, so I actually like Dean Kane a lot as well, and even Tom Welling. So I'm pretty divided in in those three. Um, yeah, man, but but Pete, even Smallville ended with John Williams' score. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I I didn't say anything about Henry Cavill, um, but you know, <laughs> it, but but to me, I mean, Man of Steel is still watchable. But uh, obviously, the original Zod, you know, like nobody mentioned Terrence Stamp yet, you know, and we get him uh, mainly in both Part Two, you know, the Richard Lester and Richard Donner cut. So um, I do. Uh, Superman is actually my favorite superhero. Yep, and Man of Steel is the best DCEU film to date. It's hard to believe, but it is. It's true. Damn. It's true. So, uh, Dave, that means you've got the last pick of round four. What are you going to go with, sir? X2. Wow. X-Men United. It's actually yeah, a really uh, good pick. No, it is. It is the best X-Men film. The best, like, you know, under the banner of X-Men. Not talking about Logans or Deadpools or stuff like that. It is the best X-Men central film. Uh, and it highlights Wolverine so well. And, I mean, come on. Who can deny it for that entire fight scene with Wolverine taking on Striker's strike team in the X-Mansion? That is fucking awesome. And also, the humor is actually on point this time. We don't get stupid uh, humor lines like, you know what happens to a toad in lightning? Same thing that happens to everything else. You don't get things like that. You actually get like actual humor in this one that actually works. Uh, X2 is the best X-Men film. It sets up so much more to come. We, you know, Brian Singer ended up leaving to go do Superman Returns, and we got Brett Ratner, and we were worse for it. But what it set up for what was to come was really, really intriguing as well. So X2 was absolutely amazing, and before Logan, it was actually Wolver- uh, you know, it was Hugh Jackman's best performance as Wolverine before Logan came about. Okay, you are the berserker guy, so. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. yeah, and my daughter is named Logan for a reason. So, <laughs> uh, best version of Nightcrawler as well. That the opening was, scene yeah. of X Two is also yeah, great. That's, that's a great scene. Yeah. So and they, um, fl- and they flushed out the side characters. Like we 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 kind of flushed out Bobby the Iceman. We you know we flushed true. out Pyro a little bit. Uh, we got more Magneto, and we got to see him in the role that he mostly plays in the comics. You know, he was only an adversary to to Professor X 
until like the early 1980s in the comics. After that, he was mostly a good guy in the comics. He was always true. on Charles' side. So we kind of got him in that role in this. Now, he still had like his back plans, which he always had in the comics as well. But, you know, we got to see him, uh, you know, on the side of the angels this time. And I really love Ian McCullum's uh, Magneto. And I really loved him in, in this film as well. So X2. Good, good pick, Dave. Um, Great pick. Great pick. And that's 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 your that's the last pick of round four, which means guys, we're already there. It's it's time for the last round, round five, which means crack my last beer, Dave. This is it, man. Crack that last one. I'm now drinking it. This is it, Dave. This is this is where uh, the rubber hits the road. This is your last pick of the draft, the first pick of round five. What are you going to go with for your last pick? I'm going to be honest. I know Pete's last pick is still in here. I know it's here. I know exactly what it is. I don't know what I do. I don't know what John's is, but and I don't know what Justin's is. But I'm going to go with my heart on this one, and I'm going to go with one that I feel is completely underrated, and I know that people in our little nerd community love. I am going to go with Dread 3D. It's a good one. Damn. The American version of okay. The Raid. Yeah. It, it, it really is. And, <laughs> and that, and that's it not is. A, but honestly, Pete, that's not a knock on it. No, that's, it's not. No, it, it, not, in no way. It is an American-made film about a British comic book character that is imitating one of the best, you know, films from the Asian continent that has come out in the past, you know, 10 years. Well, it's also the best representation that they've given us of Judge Dredd. Because Carl it, Urbane like, he actually never, plays the actual yeah. character. And Carl Urbane never takes off the helmet. That's number one. Which he should so, not. Exactly. He's never revealed his true face in the comics. Now, he's been in the comics without his mask on, but he's always worn some sort of disguise or makeup. And if you watch some of these scenes, Carl Urbane does like this almost like scowl frown mix that perfectly matches what Dread looks like in the 2000 AD comics. It's amazing. But not only that, it's amazing action. It's it's absolutely amazing, you know, uh, villains. I, I, I don't. It so perfectly embodies the character and what this comic was that it's so well done. I, I was so remiss when I found out that this film did so poorly in the theaters and that it wasn't going to get the two sequels that were planned for it. It is just it's. I, I, I love the fact that I I own it on Blu-ray, and I love the fact that I get to watch it all the time. There you oh, go. Yeah. There you go. So, Dave, it doesn't look good for you with all these picks. I'm looking at your picks. Um, hmm. You're right. The Dark Knight what are you, doesn't what are you look talking good about, for man? me. Dread 3D Logan. is a solid film. <laughs> I've got to give I'm, him that. It may the be Dark The Knight. Raid 2, but by God... It's the best rendition of that character ever. Justin, <laughs> you're only saying that. Just alone. You're only saying that because you're worried. You're worried that I got the Dark Knight. He did pull That I got Logan. That, you know, I got Guardians of the Galaxy. And then I got X2. And then I got Dread 3D. I got at least three picks that were probably in your round one or two. 
And then my last one probably wasn't on anybody else's list except maybe Pete's. So, um, no, I, I commend your picks, Dave. I'm looking at them right now. But it, it's time for my last pick uh, of the draft. And like always with my round five pick, I like to go um, with with my heart. I like to go with something that's very, very, very close to me and, 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 and to my childhood. I don't know about you guys, but um, I'm going to have to go with a 1990 film called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, guys. You oh, stole, you stole you. Pete's. I hate you, you Justin. Pete's. Fuck you. You stole Pete's. Fuck you. You, stole you fucked you the end of my... You fucked me. That was mine. That was my last pick. Fuck you. It was, it was so, Pete's Fuck you to hell. It was so, Pete's too. So, I know it was. So, he, he's, he's Leonardo. It's, so it, hey, it was on my list, but yeah. That was so John's I'm, last pick, goddammit. I'm sorry, guys, but... Uh, I'm I'm a man of a certain age, and as a kid, you're I, a man I, of a certain age. I love I love dick. I love the Ninja I love the Ninja Turtles <laughs> cartoon, and uh, I was that's like, my favorite uh, cartoon. I was uh, about ten I'm years old when this come out, and so it was like a softball uh, straight at me. I was there first first night Friday night to see this movie, and I fucking love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Man, it's the best. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie by far, and I've seen the new ones. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, all the turtles, Splinter, uh, fucking Shredder, the the foot. I'm all in for all of that. And if if no one's even seen, there's I'm sure a lot of young people that haven't seen the original '90s Turtles movie, but they need to go back and watch it because it's very underrated. It's kind of weird and dark. Um, it's got uh, uh, the 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 strangest Casey version. Casey Jones, alias Co- Codius, playing Casey Jones. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. I love it, and I'm very excited. I got it as my last pick. I've got an array of an assortment of comic book heroes on my list, so I think I I did well. I did well. So there you go. TMMT for 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 my fifth pick. You I hate well, you Justin, in every way, I Justin. I hate you. <laughs> hey, Justin, that did you ever see uh, Turtles Forever? God, <laughs> Turtles Forever! Such an awesome, that's such an awesome cartoon. Pete. You gotta watch it's it. So you gotta watch it if you so love good. Turtles. It is really good. Is it, honestly, a, is it a feature yeah. film? No, no. Well, it's it's, no. it's animated, but you know, it, it wasn't released in theater or anything. But uh, um, you know, a couple of versions of the t- Turtles collide. You know, in a in a parallel universe kind of deal. Um, so speaking of Peter, you've got your last pick coming up. What are you going for round five, sir? All right. Well, Dave was, was correcting that TM, TMNT was, uh, in my, on my list. It it was actually an alternative to my number five. So my number five is one that is a little off the beaten path. Um, I guess, you know, having listed blade two earlier, uh, might as well go with this one, you know, rather than trying to. I'll do any of you guys this because you guys uh, got um, some very solid uh, selections in your lists. So I went with a, uh, a 1994 uh, movie here, uh, and I went with The Crow for the culture. What? God damn it. It's a good what? pit peak. It's a, uh, good pick, good Pete. pick, Pete. Solid pick, pick yeah. Pete. So- solid round five pick, Thank Peter. You, why'd, you, why'd you go with The Crow? 
Now, I, I remember like the whole thing that surrounded like uh, you know before its release, kind of like the whole Paul Walker deal. Like this man died in the middle of filming this movie, and obviously, I mean, Brandon Lee is the son of Bruce Lee, um, you know, very well known uh, actor. And uh, this one was just something visually different. This movie introduced me to grunge music. You know, I, I kind of just grew up on the shit that my dad listened to. All, all great music. But this one was like one of the first times I heard anything different that was like the stuff that they were actually playing on MTV when they actually played music videos. So um, just a story, man. It was like it was nothing for my age. But I enjoyed the hell out of it. I think it still holds up, but it could be nostalgia. Uh, obviously, it's got a cult following. And um, again, just like some of the shit that's tied to the, um, you know, the, the Lee family, you know, with his dad dying and him dying, it's just like, is the family cursed? Uh, so I was always just kind of like fascinated with that. Uh, but the movie is uh, is really good as well. Um, the story, uh, you got this guy who is, uh, you know, revenging himself, you know. And uh, again, there's a lot of things in here that's not really quite for kids. You got, you know, um, you know, implied rape scene here, you know, his uh, fiance. Um, just if anyone hasn't seen it, because I know it's, you know, it's 1994. So if... Uh, I feel there's a lot of uh, an audience out there that's, you know, the millennials that have missed out on this movie. Um, it's definitely a gem that uh, kind of needs to be revisited. It's Remake the- in the works. That's what they keep saying, though. You know, I'll, I'll believe it when I actually see it. But they keep bringing it up and dropping it again. I don't know how many times they've done that. So It's kind of a kind of a, a stain on the movie. I mean, who wants to remake that? It's got the the quintessential 90s soundtrack to it as well it is so perfectly a 90s comic book film it is <laughs> it is but a i mean perfect it's, it's 90s comic book yeah, film. but it's awesome and pete it's amazing this, this is a perfect pick for round five like, it is because it just stole my backup to oh, round five there you go. Thank oh you. Uh, heard that earlier uh, i guarantee you heard me when i was like god damn it I did. I, I did hear that. <laughs> I did. So. I, I heard that. I heard that. Now, uh, go ahead, Dave. No, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good. That is an amazing well, film, we, and we, everything Pate said was absolutely true. So, John, you know, you you've got the honor of ending the draft with your last pick, the last pick of round five, the the last pick of the whole draft. This is this this might be the whole draft for you. Everything might be riding on this choice. What are you gonna go with, man? He already lost. Oh, he already <laughs> lost. I've already lost because honestly, Justin and Pete just took both of my round five picks, both my round five and my backup. So fuck me. <laughs> I, go crazy, man. Go I'm gonna crazy. go crazy. And I'm right. going to actually go with, uh, I'm going to pick Watchmen. Oh, oh, I fucking love you, John. That John, is going to be you. my round five pick because I, I love, love this fucking movie. I love everything was, about it. If there was a round six, it would be on there. I understand. I understand. I'm honestly, like, to be honest with you, Dave, I'm really surprised this did not end up on your list. Uh, I almost thought this was going to be your round five pick, to be honest with you, because this movie is fantastic. I mean... Rorschach is fucking great. Night Owl is fantastic. Miss Juniper. It, it's, there's only two things different with this movie and the actual graphic novel. And it's fucking fantastic. There's nothing great. 
bad about this movie, really. I mean, other than the fact that you have to look at like the swinging blue dick for a while, but hey, you know, it's a trade-off. It's a trade-off. It's know. a nice, it's a nice swinging blue dick, though. You have to admit, it is. It's you know? a solid swinging like blue dick. And come on, now he has an ability to form himself into multiple men. <laughs> is it he, circumcised? He is, does anyone know if it's circumcised? I, don't I didn't know. pay that close attention. <laughs> I, I I zoomed in and I think I I could confirm it's probably circumcised, Dave. So All right, I want to say it it's is, not. It is. It is for an American audience. I'll, it I'll is. Look it up. <laughs> I, I bet you. I bet you. There's two different versions: the American version and then the European version. <laughs> in one, it's circumcised, and the other, it's just a blue elephant trunk hanging from his legs. You know, if he with if extra you, hair, extra you scroll, hair. You scroll through the credits. There's one guy, and that was all that he did. Was he 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 had to scroll and make sure that the the the, the penis was uh was pixelated properly throughout the movie. So. <laughs> Uh, we uh, should have added one more vein. I feel like it could have done better with one vein. <laughs> so j- right on the j- top, right on the top, just nice John, and solid. John, the question for you is: uh, Watchmen, best Snyder movie? Question mark. What do you think? Yes. 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 Okay. In every way, yes. After that, I am completely downhill with Snyder. Well, he's like, got I'm not another, even kind of joking. He's got another comic. Like, I think it's a cross. It's it's a cross between Watchmen and Dawn of the Dead for me, but um, both of them are. are eh, really, really I good. mean, yeah, the Dawn of the Dead's a good remake. It's a good remake. Yeah. Uh, so this is a great so, one. I, re- I reviewed it with my son. But what about 300? Uh, is that Snyder? Isn't it, it? Is Snyder? Yeah, yeah, it is Snyder. And I mean, it's. It's a good middle of the road movie. All right, then we'll fight. It didn't the actually, shade. it didn't actually <laughs> yeah, make my top twenty at all. So, all right. yeah, and that line was delivered by Michael Fassbender. Uh, you know, that will fight in the shade. And three hundred is a awesome movie if you watch it on mute. If you just mute that movie and watch it for its visuals, astounding. Definitely. Other than that, meh. yeah. So, John, why did you you picked Watchmen? What was your what were you choosing between? What was your other pick that you might have gone with other than Watchmen? Well, you know, I mean, I definitely had to choose Spawn or the Phantom if uh, I didn't quite get those. But to be perfectly <laughs> honest Phantom. with you, you would have been better off picking, you know, Captain America, nineteen ninety one. Uh, I would have been better picking off like a Captain America. What was it, nineteen seventy eight? Yeah, or even like the uh, what's the made-for-TV movie that the Incredible Hulk had? The, the Incredible Hulk on trial. Oh God, damn! With Thor and stuff. Oh, that'd have been fucking great. Oh. Deep, deep, I'd have been, I'd have been deep better cuts. off going with Hercules in New York. <laughs> Technically, it's not a her, an actual. Well, it is. I mean, Hercules is actually a comic book character, and it's true. You know, oh, also, uh, you could have picked Alien. That's a very Pro- obscure version of that. You could have picked Alien vs. Predator, which me and Chris just talked about on uh, on my podcast for episode 42, uh, because that was born from the comic books that spawned after Predator 2. That is true. Of, that is true. Spawned a bunch of Dark Horse comics that were about the aliens versus the Predators. So, so guys, before we, before we get to our honorable mentions, which were the things that are still on the board, I want to go over the actual draft board real quick. So... Uh, if I look at it now, so Dave, 
You you've got the Dark Knight, Logan, Guardians of the Galaxy, X two, X Men United, and Dread three D. I've got Captain America: Winter Soldier, Spider Man two, Batman eighty nine, Superman uh, nineteen seventy eight, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from nineteen ninety. Peter's got Captain America Civil War, Blade 2, X-Men Days of Future Past, Iron Man and the Crow, and John has Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, Road to Perdition, Deadpool, The Avengers, and Watchmen. So, what do you guys think? All there's, solid there, list, there man. Are, very diverse. Some, some very there diverse so, picks. There are so many holes. So many holes. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff left on the board that we could have gone with. So it, it was a very surprising draft. Uh, I don't know about so uh, I don't know about you guys. I've got um, we obviously talked about Superman two. I love Batman Returns, the first Blade, Batman Begins. I do have the first Blade. Kick ass, uh, dude! You you are forgetting a history of violence starring Vigo Mortensen. <laughs> No one forgot that. That is an awesome fucking movie. That's in and my it, top 20. Absolutely. Dude, that is an awesome comic book film. It's based on a graphic novel. It is so good. It's the film that was made before uh, Eastern Promises, which Viggo Mortensen was nominated for. It is such an awesome fucking movie. And uh, I'm surprised that that was actually going to be like my round five pick if some of these other picks weren't already taken like there's so much left on the board man uh dude there's ton of shit left on the board x-men first x-men first class matthew vaughn man like that film reinvigorated the x-men universe if it wasn't for that we never would have gotten days of future past not you know not even remotely well, well, Dave, you could have gone with that for your fifth pick, and that would have meant you had five or, or three X Men movies. So, yeah, but Dread three D so embodies Dread, and honestly, when we talk about comics, I I wanted to embody like a little bit more of comics in my list. We talked about a lot of superhero stuff, but you opened this up to all comic books, so I really kind of wanted to embody like comic books as a whole which is why i went with dread 3d because i felt like my list didn't embody enough you know different comic books so i went with dread 3d because honestly and this is i i felt like at that point i had the best superhero movies that i could pick i wanted to go with dread 3d because it, it flushes out my list a little bit it throws something in there that is a little bit out of left field and is something that it's a little bit international as well, but it, it so embodies its character so perfectly. Oh, okay. Really quickly. We'll go down the list. If, if there was a round six, what would you have gone with Dave? Uh, honestly for round six, I probably would have went with X-Men first draft. Okay. Uh, first class. First class. Sorry. First draft. Jesus Christ. I'm drunk and I've Woo. been on this pod way too long. But yes, Pe- X Men first class. Peter, uh, what, what what are you going with? Uh, number six. Fuck it, man. Howard the Duck. Hell. You know, if I did a review, all you guys would be listening. Don't deny it. <laughs> I, I do. Oh, yeah. No, dude. I'd be listening. <laughs> there you go. Oh, dude. Way. Ma- major. Howard, major. Yeah. Leah, Leah Thompson. Major. Uh, yes. Uh, Duck, duck boobs. I love yeah, Howard the Duck, duck man. Yeah, yeah. It's- yeah, come on now. Who doesn't love Howard the Duck for the absurdity? All right, cool. There we go. Jo- John? 
I would have actually gone with Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Solid. Oh, so Solid. Good. That would have been my number Su- six. Surprise! I nobody mean, mentioned it. Now. To be honest with you, very. But surprised. I mean, I, I was actually about, thinking honorable mention on that. What about Kingsman Secret Service? Right. Uh, you know that that is an awesome comic book as well. Awesome comic book movie. We're getting a sequel to it coming, you know, fairly soon. Batman Begins, which reinvigorated the entire Batman universe post. Definitely. You know, Post, you know, Bat- Batman and Robin, uh, Sin City. Uh, oh, I was going to mention Sin City as well. The first awesome. one. So there's a lot. There's a lot. That second one, not so much. Uh, yeah, no, the second was terrible. My, w- my, my least favorite JGL movie. <laughs> I would have even gone back to the first Blade just for Stephen Dorff and his uh, his great villain role in, in, in the original Blade. So there you go. Fantastic movie. That's actually my favorite of the Blades. Although Blade Two is great, I still love the original the most. So, um, so yeah, guys. So, um, so what's going to happen is we're going to put this draft board uh, on on Twitter on uh, Tuesday probably, and we're going to have everyone vote to see who they think had the best team of five comic book movies at the end. And we're just gonna see how everything shakes out. I think, I think I have a great variety. I've I've got all the uh, the best superheroes uh, represented here with uh, Captain America, Spider Man, Batman, and Superman. And uh, Dave has a Dave has Dark Knight, and then it's down here from there, I guess. So. Dave. Yeah, they've been, get they've been the getting some sympathy votes, here, man. They, they made there, fun of my blade, too. <laughs> I mean, you set the bar, Dave. You set the bar. <laughs> I oh, mean, I, honestly, like, what this is going to come down to, it's it's going to come down to whether you like John, whether you like Pete, whether you like Justin, or whether you like Super Movie Brother Dave. That's what it's going to come down to in the it end. Pre- pretty much. It's, 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 it always comes down how to it comes down to that. I don't. I mean, I don't want to say it, but I. I kind of feel you like you love me. I feel like oh, John, I'm a lovable guy. But you are the Howard Dean of this, where everyone might love you, but you, you ain't winning shit. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't expect to win. No, you guys, and I. You know what? I've always uh, actually thought about what if I didn't have the names on the boards, so it was actually you would pick by the movies instead of the names. No, no, no. Put the names up there. I mean, come uh, on. of course. Uh, no, no. I'm saying like I, I will yeah. put the names, but I'm like, what if I didn't? And people that would be to... interesting. That would be it's, interesting. It, it, it would be a hundred percent more interesting. Unbiased, only yeah. If you if you started that way, if you didn't start that way, you have to kind of just continue in your forward. It's true. Version. Much like the American political system, <laughs> you just have to. Yeah, we fucked up, but yeah, we're gonna keep running with this for the next two hundred, three hundred years. I th- I think it's I think it's going to be interesting. I I, I think everyone uh, picks- Dave will not get to play that pitcher again. <laughs> there will be no Bane. <laughs> Enough uh, with that pitcher, Dave. Enough with that. Pitcher, Enough with so. the pitcher. You will lose and not get to play this pitcher. Um, you got to admit, I match the face color pretty well. Dude, it's the- so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> to, the, to the Bane hairy body. What's crazy is, now I'm not as muscular as, as Bane. I am as hairy as Bane, which works <laughs> so well. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, <laughs> so actually, guys, before we go, uh, we're, we're running out of time. I want to, number one, thank you guys for 
taking part in this draft. I had a lot of fun. It was it's good to have all you guys on. Um, I want to go down the list, Dave. Uh, where can everyone uh, find you on the, the on the interweb, sir? At Super Movie Pod on Twitter, uh, we post new episodes up to there. If you are if you have an iPhone, you use Apple products. Find us on iTunes. Uh, follow us on Facebook. You know, Super Movie Brothers podcast on there. We're anywhere that podcasts can invade your ear holes. Yes, and and like I said, uh, I'm going to be on Dave's show in a couple weeks talking about Guardians of the Galaxy 2, so look forward to, to that as well. Uh, Pete, where, where can we find you on the internet, sir? Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at Podstalgic. Obviously, my show is on iTunes and all that good stuff. Uh, for listeners of So I Married a Movie Geek, uh, Justin was on Mannequin, as he said earlier at the top of the show. Uh, Chrissy uh, joined me for Titanic, one of her favorite movies of all time. Um, both great and fun episodes. Uh, Dave was also on the show. Um, we did a special episode called Movie Wars. Uh, number one, that was, what, 1984 versus 1989. It was a lot of fun. Uh, John and I, we were on his show. We did The Raid, so he'll be on my show in the f- near future here uh, doing a couple of other, other movies as well. So definitely check us out. What a bunch of incestuous fuckers we are. Exactly. It's almost, right. It's almost like we're in a network or something. Just a little bit. <laughs> Who'd have called that? Couple of Who'd have called that? So, uh, so, John, you're running us out. Where can we find you, sir? All right. Well, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Now in Technicolor or, uh, sorry, at Now in Tech Pod or at Descent into Nerd Pod. And then you can find me on like iTunes and Podomatic. And then I have like, now in techpod.weebly.com and I'm working on getting the show on more platforms. And so yeah, and as a matter of fact, Dave was also on another episode of Now in Technicolor uh, where we talked about Sons of Katie Elder and Four Brothers as well as uh Pete had been on for an episode. So uh you should definitely check out both of those. And and like we 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 mentioned earlier, we're all very super slutty with each other's podcasts. If you haven't uh, figured that out by now, we're all part of the the Movie Pod Squad. So if you search hashtag Movie Pod Squad online on Twitter or Facebook, you'll find our our podcasts, a bunch of other amazing podcasts. If you like movie podcasts. You can find us online. We're also part of the the hashtag Potter and Family online. If you're looking for a podcast, um, there's a, you know a plethora of options out there. If you just punch in hashtag Potter and Family on Twitter or Facebook or just a Google, you can find so many great options to listen to. Um, but but mainly just just come back to our shows. We're 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 very cool, and we're gonna start. There, there's uh, there's the word of a, a potential movie pod squad network in the future, uh, which is very exciting and we're very excited about. So um, that's it, guys. Number one, uh, thanks for f- taking part. I, I had a great time. I love all you guys, and I'm I'm happy that I finally got you guys on a on a draft. Um, even though it's this one, and I have to now. You know, destroy all of you guys in the the eventual pulls ah, coming thank you up. Thank for having me, but fuck that. <laughs> I'm gonna platoon this shit. Yeah. I, I, I love how John. Color. 
I love how John is so polite and southern in his like, thank you for having me, but fuck that. But fuck you, Justin. I'm from the North Coast. Get the fuck out of here. There's no way your list beats mine. And John has a fantastic list from his heart. But honestly, the popular vote, not with him on this one. And Pete, if you don't oh. vote for Pete, you're a racist. That's, That's just pretty much what we're true. saying. Yeah, true. That is true. That is true. <laughs> if you don't vote for Pete, you don't you're vote a racist. Pete, you're racist. So if he comes in with like less than at least 100%, you're completely racist. Everyone I mean, is racist if you don't vote for Pete. That's you know what that's that's Hashtag the best vote for Peter you're right. <laughs> that's the best thing about fantasy movie draft is we all have our own individual lists that we came to whether it's from our our brain or from our heart. So we've got our list now and now if you're listening all you got to do is to go to Twitter and Facebook and give your choice for who you think won and uh we'll see how everything shakes down in the end. So Again, thanks, fellas, for for joining me. I appreciate it. Um, We're going to have to do this again, but um, that's the end, guys. And uh, I hope you guys check out my show. Like I said, uh, I'm on So I Married a Movie Geek with my wife, Chrissy. Um, She's obviously taking the week off this week. Um, But next week, we got some um, exciting things in store for for May. Um, So um, just uh, check us out. We're on iTunes, Podbean. Facebook, Twitter, all those things. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks a lot, guys.